Hello and welcome to this week's episode of SEO SAS. You are with myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at Like My Media. And with me, I have Hannah Wellings, SEO manager at Soak.com. We'd like you to think of us as the GI Janes of the SEO world as each week we will pick a topic and we will discuss, debate and basically get you answers to often problematic areas. This show is brought to you by the team at Like My Media. Like Mind Media helps clients find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, video, content, or even podcasts just like this one. We're using their podcasting equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like you. So Hannah, how are we doing this week? All right, thank you. <clears throat> I've just realised my stomach just rumbled and I'm hoping it didn't get picked up. <laughs> Don't worry, it's a podcast, I can always cut it out. <laughs> It's Friday night as we're recording this podcast, so um, I'm on the wine, and to be fair, you have got a non-alcoholic beer. That makes me sound like the most boring person in the world. <laughs> no, but no, but no. You could have just been like, Hannah's got a beer. Okay, do we, do we, I mean, we can cut that bit out. No, no, it's fine, I'll sound. admit it. <laughs> I will own the fact that it's non-alcoholic, I am driving. But what I will say is, I've tried other non-alcoholic beers, like the Bex Blue, and I think Heine can do one, and, and they taste awful, whereas... I think you introduced me to this one. Brewdog Nanny State. Yes, and it actually tastes like normal beer. It does, it's so tasty. You can't, you can't tell. It's you amazing. can't tell. So yeah, if Brewdog want to become the sponsors of the show... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happily. That would be amazing, because we were discussing that maybe one week we just get drunk and do an episode, because that's when the creative juices run, mm, don't they? And yeah. who knows what we end up saying. Well, it's either the... when you're drunk or when you're in the shower, and a shower, it, oh. all of the electrics would be quite difficult. The reason Hannah's saying this is the other day, I was actually in the shower, and your brain just goes off on one doesn't it and I had an idea for the podcast I don't know whether it was like a topic or like something something to do with the podcast anyway and I got out of the shower and because I didn't want the thought to run away from me I did a voice note in whatsapp because obviously I was a bit like wet hands and what have you and I was like sorry for this voice note Hannah I've just got out of the shower but I need to share this idea with you straight away but yeah so showers is a good place to reflect and think of ideas yeah definitely so this week we're talking about common SEO issues so these are things that you probably haven't realized are going on and they're actually causing harm to the traffic coming yeah. to your site and realistically uh, they're not always going to be your fault it's not necessarily oh I've just changed all of this and now it's dropped in which case you can actually work that out for yourself realistically change it back it's more likely to be something's going on we're dropping in traffic I don't know what it is you must have this quite a lot I guess yes so, so so for example a big one for me is a business will come to me and they'll say, so looking in our Google Analytics, we've noticed a sudden drop in traffic, for example. So I'm just going to pick a number out of thin air. So each month we were getting 2,000 uh, monthly visitors. Now we've dropped down to 500. What like what what's going on? Because mm. that's a pretty big drop. Yeah, especially if there's no seasonality going on or something. Exactly, like that. exactly. And uh, a sudden drop in traffic could mean a lot of different things and what I do here is I'll do a bit of a diagnostic so I look at the site and there's certain things that I will look into so say for example the first thing that I will do is using google search console I will look at valid pages mm -hmm. so here I will check the state of pages basically so maybe a lot of them are returning 404s, uh, soft 404s. The difference between a 404 and a soft 404, a normal 404, the page is no longer there. So when Google tries to go onto it, 
it's a broken link. Whereas a soft 404 would be, say you've got a page that's really thin on, thin on content because it's just got pictures or some weird, crazy stuff going on the page. That'll be um, an example of a soft 404. Yeah, it doesn't even really know what to index it for, I guess. Yeah. What are the things? So it could, you could have, um, Google might have selected a different canonical tag. So it might have said, actually, this is the main page and all these other pages leading off of it aren't to be indexed. And maybe you've submitted one in your sitemap that it thinks shouldn't be indexed because it's not the main canonical. Mm. Um, so that would show as an error. And obviously, if your valid pages are, are dropping and you've got a massive downward trend on a graph, then realistically, it's, it's going to be because your errors are upping. And not only would you look in Google Search Console, but I'd also use Screaming Frog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so put a URL in a crawler, like Screaming Frog, and Screaming Frog will basically crawl all pages and it will check for broken pages it will check for can can't remember that you need to say that word <laughs> can for I me it'll also check for if pages can no longer be indexed yeah for example because there yeah. might be an error so another good thing with google search console is the message sort of center within there so if google ever comes across an issue with trying to access your website or anything um it will let you know in there so that's one of the first places I will look. So has there been any sort of change to the site? Or for example, and this happens a lot in e-commerce, a page would have just been deleted. Yeah, yeah. And if that page was highly ranked and had loads of external links and it was bringing traffic mm-hmm. and it gets deleted because oh, the product's gone, the, product's gone the service is no longer there, people will just delete it Yeah, nine times out of ten when that's really not what you should do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And if that's a highly ranking page, say that's actually the landing page for one of your search terms that brings in most traffic, then that could very easily be what's causing... The drop, the, the in, drop traffic. in traffic, yeah. Um, similarly, I've seen it where people will change Oh, there's, there's my favourite word that you say. <laughs> Smooth, got it in. Um, yeah, so if, if, for example, you've decided to change your red chairs to category... Oh, another, yeah. To... Got to be red, haven't they? <laughs> maybe you've changed... You've decided, actually, people are searching for burgundy chairs more than red yeah. chairs. Or, and these are actually all burgundy. So we're going to change the URLs to say burgundy. Then that can be massively damaging if you don't do redirects and things like that exactly so just have a look another thing that can cause a sudden drop in traffic is you may have been hit hit with a penalty because of an algorithm update by google yeah so for example one of the latest updates i can't remember what it's called and hannah will probably tell me as i start describing it but it basically went after sites that gave life health and financial advice i think it was a medical update wasn't it yeah that's what they yeah um but it's basically it looked at pages and websites that were given advice on blogs mm-hmm. or pages that would affect someone's life yeah basically. and it wasn't necessarily substantiated was it so yeah if they couldn't say it was definite proper really good advice yeah so basically um that's where your eat comes in um so eat stands for why can I never remember the expertise. E? Expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. I always forget the E, and I don't know why. But yeah, so um, Google would look at these three elements. So the website that's given this advice, is it expert in its industry? Yeah. Is it authoritative? Mm-hmm. Is it trustworthy sort of thing? And if you weren't proven, so say, for example, if you've not got external links to like government or high 
authoritative websites yeah. to back up what you're well, saying. You don't quote your sources. That don't quote your sources. Or say, for example, you're a financial company that's governed by a body of some sort. If you didn't make that obvious on your site, those are the sort of things that Google look at. Of course, you can use my favourite tool, Barracuda, to look for penalties. So just as a reminder, because this might be the first episode that you're listening to. So Barracuda, you link up with your Google Analytics, it will map out all the updates and um, algorithms that have happened, and it will pinpoint your traffic. And if there's been a drop after an update, then you know that that's what's affected you. The, another thing is spammy links. So we've talked before about having links to your website, which should be either disavowed mm. or, or, or or requested to be removed by whoever's linking to them. Um, and suddenly, if you've found that you've actually got sort of 5,000 new links to your website and you've actually not gone after anything, you've, you've not you've not done any PR, um, you've not released an amazing new product or a really good piece of content that's really shareable and they've just suddenly arrived just check it out just Mm. in case um ahrefs is really good for that so i use ahrefs and um you can put i think you can put sort of 10 different urls in there to track it so you track your own and your competitors and if you've got so say for example you've got 500 new uh backlinks but all of your competitors have realistically probably it's going to be seasonality or something like Mm. that but if it's just you and you've not gone after them again just just check make sure you're not sort of yeah. a victim of lots of spam and what will help you one of my favorite tools is moz because they'll give you a spam score as uh-huh. well so basically it will look at ones that are spammy give it a, out of one to ten so ten is really spammy zero is you fine sort yeah. of thing so or you can listen to our last uh, podcast about links which talks yes. all about how yes so <laughs> we don't need to really go into much more about that, do we? Very smooth, Hannah. <laughs> Thanks. So the, another thing that you can look at when you, your traffic's taking a nosedive is what tags you've got in place just to make sure that they're actually correct. So again, Google Search Console is a really good place to check this out. So make sure that you've not got loads of errors on canonical tags um, and that your href lang tags are all seem to be working well. Again, just look, look for that in Google Search Console. Mm. If you can't find it, Google it and it will show you where, where exactly it is. Just to give a really brief overview of what those are, I don't think we've uh, gone into too much detail no. on them before. So a canonical tag is something, say for example, you've got your red chairs page and you've got 300 red chairs. Chances are you're going to have more than one actual page. So you will you'll do um, page numbering or pagination and you'll say, okay, well, page one is actually part of this red chairs page. Mm. Uh, Page two, page three, page four are also part of that. So it doesn't look like you've got five of the same page. They're all canonicalized to each other. Um, Well, canonicalized to the main page, effectively. And then hreflang tags are where you say that actually it it might be a similar page, um, but actually it's written written in a different language. So you'll say it's it's for this country and for this language and you'll put those codes in there and link link directly to each other mm. um, if you need any more uh, information on that then just let us know or the one thing Google that we will it. say about uh, href lang tag is you won't get it right the first time no unless it's automated because yeah. actually that does work all right sometimes but but there's so many talks that i go to <laughs> and everyone the experts say like you're going to get it wrong because it's such a tricky thing to get right yeah um, so. I'd like to hear from a developer actually who enjoys putting this kind of thing in because <laughs> for someone in SEO it's you're either quite technical and enjoy the de- developer side of it or you're more strategic and creative and content based or you get the, the odd few who are really good at all of it but in terms of putting the actual href lang tags in I think it's the the people who are mainly sort of creative and strategic who are then mm 
sort of like, oh, that's an SEO thing. And it's like, then no, I don't do development. What What do you mean? <laughs> so, oh. yeah, if you get a mix, it's just... The struggle is real, people. That's probably why people don't get HF Lang tags right the first no. time. If a developer was genuinely interested and thought SEO was amazing they probably would get it right because they, they're used to putting that kind of yeah, thing in. Yeah, they live and breathe that stuff, Yeah, exactly. They? But they're probably not that interested and don't see it as that yeah. valuable. Whereas we're like, we need this. <laughs> so another issue is issues with your robots TXT. Ah. So your robots TXT is a file telling Google if you want their um, its bots to ignore pages basically so yeah. you might say ignore the back end of the website yeah because, or the basket or something or the like basket that. or anything that you don't want someone to land on yeah so it's there because it needs to be there but you don't necessarily it's not there for a real purpose for yeah. the end user and if someone landed on it they'd probably be like what the hell is this what, what is this yeah. but yeah one issue that i see when a new site is being developed mm-hmm. they'll put a line of code saying no no follow no index or no yeah, index or no you follow. Can just using I think it's a forward slash and a star. And then or the star forward slash I can't remember what it is. <laughs> but that basically just yeah. puts the whole site. And the reason it would web developers will do that is because while it's being developed they don't want people to come across which is completely fine. But I've heard a couple of times that when that site then goes live, they forget to take that tag. Yeah. Get no searches, no visits, yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. On the flip side of that, so say, for example, you had a parameter blocked in robots.txt and you'd said, okay, well, every single URL that's generated because of an on-site search, we're going to block that so that nobody lands on our red page with mm. paisley patterns and matching curtains because somebody's put that in through a load of filters or searches on the site. It's not for someone to land on. So we've blocked that in robots.txt by blocking the parameter, the search parameter. And then say, for example, that gets taken off. So somebody's gone on there when they're updating it and it's just been removed because they don't really know what it is. And then suddenly you flooded Google with all of these new pages to crawl and index. And one, you've got to think about your... Um, crawl budget because yeah. Google will not crawl your whole website only crawl what it thinks is most important and if you're suddenly asking it to crawl all these useless pages it's going to be like well, you've got a rubbish website yeah. um, and two you're probably going to see your valid pages go down yeah yeah very good points there another common SEO issue is speed yeah so another important factor of SEO is how long it takes your website to load Mm -hmm. and I think the aim here is your website I think Google say it should load between two to three seconds Mm -hmm. so obviously there's tools that you can use so Google page insights pingdom maybe there's been something that's changed on your website that's slowing it down and um, especially with mobile first index Mm. Obviously, what a laptop and desktop can handle is not the same as what a mobile can handle. So, yeah, say, for example, it's just your website's just taken too long because there's been a change to your website. You've done something fancy and the mobile just can't handle it. So it's taken too long to load. Obviously, you're going to see a drop in traffic because people are just not going to wait around for that to load because yeah. we want things instantly. Um, and it won't just be on mobile, that can be on desktop as well, yeah. sort of thing. And again, it's probably not something that you've done. It yeah. might just be that you've got a new member of staff and maybe they don't know to compress images before they yes. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be loads of different things. Um, a big thing is hosting. It might be issue with your hosters, images. There's loads of things that can slow down your site. So um, Another one, so I think actually our final point, yeah, is um, around sitemaps. So if you've not put the right pages into a sitemap, 
or you've not said what you think should be crawled, then Google's kind of guessing. And you might you might have had one before and you've migrated perhaps and you've yeah. not got one now. Or you might have suggested um, to, to other people to start putting things in sitemaps and then, then they don't take them out. So um, yeah. say, for example, you've got products that have gone out of stock or permanently discontinued and they're all stuck in your sitemap. Yeah. Um, and Google's just continually crawling these pages which have either been redirected to the homepage yeah. or have been deleted and are 410s or 404s. That's going to be really negative too. So that's just finished, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a, a brief overview of common SEO issues. So yeah. just a few really... I mean, it, it's probably a good time of year for people to start looking at their websites and saying, okay, well, I, I did mean to do this. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people will start looking at SEO and thinking, okay, well, we need to get some free traffic. What's going on? Um, and if you've, if you've suddenly decided to have a look and you've dropped, then just check these things out. Check that um, you can crawl every page that you need yeah. to. Check you've, you can your robots are okay, your tags are all right, you're not getting loads of spammy links, um, you've, your internal linking's okay and people yeah. have deleted your high, your valuable pages with your internal or external links. Basically, just keep keep an mm-hmm. eye, like, because, yeah, if there's a massive drop in traffic, then there's obviously really something going something wrong. Going wrong yeah. but or your algorithm update, reason. which is out of your control, but it doesn't mean it can't be fixed. Yeah, I mean, algorithm updates, um, people fall victim of that all the time and that's not them doing like a black hat seo technique or anything like that they've just got caught up in something that google's introduced sort of thing so you might have done nothing wrong and you might just continue on exactly as you are because actually you're giving the best best service to your customers or clients whoever comes to your website and you're giving out good content yeah good user experience and you think well i shouldn't have got any kind of issue no penalty or algorithm update should have affected me so just continue on and chances are you'll pick up yeah, I mean, fluctuations happen all the time. Yeah. And I think that was a big word that I said. You did. And didn't show. That was great, them. especially for Friday night. I know. I'm going to say it again. Uh, no, I don't, because I probably <laughs> won't be able to say it the second time. So, obviously, the last couple of episodes, I have I noticed that Hannah was testing me a lot, and I wasn't <laughs> testing Hannah. Uh, and she thought she got away with it. But she didn't, <laughs> folks. She really, really didn't. It's as... Basically, you're ch- uh, a true or false. Oh, okay. I yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's all around sitemaps. Oh, yeah. My yeah, favourite. Because we've talked about them. I do really like sitemaps. <laughs> I know it sounds really sad, but they're so valuable. Honestly, the change you can make with sitemaps, with sitemaps. is so exciting. Oh, so, yeah. like, one they thing, be Hannah. sitemaps, so, <laughs> So, one thing, if you want to impress Hannah... With a website, make sure there's a sitemap yeah. on there. Or, yeah, at least one. At least at least one. <laughs> it needs to be one. Um, so, yeah, so it's uh, true or false. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this week's, I'm just thinking of inspiration. I'm looking at an ironing board. Do you reckon we could bench press a deadlift an ironing board? Oh, my word. <laughs> yeah, that'd be quite fun. <laughs> I'm joking. There must be loads of I can't do anything with arms. I'm climbing tomorrow. Okay. Um, I'll squat. There we go. That's perfectly fine. Squat, a goblet squat, okay, all the way yeah. down to the floor. Okay, ten, yep. Sorted. Ten goblet squats. Yep. Okay, I needed it to be leg day anyway today. So. <laughs> um, okay, first one. Sitemaps should only be written in UTF-8. That rings a bell, actually, as code. I'm going to say true. Sitemaps will get pages crawled more quickly. Uh, yeah, true. It's a vague one, but true. You can only have 50,000 URLs in a sitemap. True. You can only submit... submit, I can't even talk, can I? You can only submit a sitemap to Google once a week. False. You must list 
both HTTP and HTTPS versions in your sitemap? False. <laughs> By the way, see, it's a Friday night. Every time I say sitemap, we should have done a shot. Yeah, that would have been good, yeah. <laughs> Why not alcoholic beer? <laughs> so rock and roll. <laughs> you can break sitemaps down into multiple sitemaps. True. I can really hear your belly. You're a bit on the Sorry, side. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we've got a sausage casserole after Ooh, this. Oh, beautiful. Obviously veggie. <laughs> Having a sitemap will make you rank more highly than your competitors. Uh, hmm. I want to say true because you should have one, but then if your competitors haven't got one as well, then... What are you going with? I need one answer, Hannah. I don't think it may, it's not a ranking factor having a sitemap. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say false on a technicality. Okay. A sitemap can work in any language. Ah, so by that, let me just let me just check. So do you mean a sitemap? Say for example, I've got a UK page, mm. a UK sorry, UK version of a website, mm. but it's written in French. The sitemap's in French, and then Google will understand it. Yes. Okay, that's false. Okay. Right, and I'll throw in this bonus, Okay. and if you get this bonus right, we're upping the ante to 15 squats. Okay, yeah, I can do that, yeah. <laughs> being ambitious. Or maybe I'm just being plain stupid, because I know how many uh, things you've got right, anyway. <laughs> what is the difference between a HTML and a XML sitemap? Oh, okay, I like, yeah, I do know this one. So the HTML is for people. Yeah. Because that's usually the one that sort of click on the sitemap and you can see all of the yeah. pages on the site. So say someone can't find a page. Yeah. So they normally that's right at the bottom. It's using it? the footer, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the XML one is for crawlers and for people at Google. Okay. Well, not people at Google, for Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you got them all right. <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, yeah, so the ones that are true are should only be written in UTF-8. Having a sitemap will get pages crawled more quickly. You can only have 50,000 URLs. You can have multiple ones. That was right. And obviously, you got your bonus. You explained what a bonus was. Um, you didn't actually say spiders, which is what I've got written down. Uh. So, But I'll still give it to you. <laughs> That's very generous. Thank just because I want to do a squat. <laughs> See, the ones that were false, just quickly, is... Um, you can only submit a sitemap to Google once a week. You can do that anytime. Can't yeah, you? anytime, yeah. anywhere. <laughs> Just come out of the shower if you yeah. really want to. Send uh, me a voice message, I'll do <laughs> it for you. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's not joking, people. Yeah, she will. I love sitemaps. Another false was must list both HTTP and HTTPS. Yeah, if you've not got HTTP anymore, there's really no point, is there? No, and no, why would you? Yeah. I think I've seen that question before. That's the And you one. should only have HTTPS anyway. Top tip, an episode isn't an episode without a No, it's really tip. not. I mean, she's mentioned at least seven tools, so that's yeah. fine. But come on, we need a tip. Uh, if you haven't uh, moved from HTTP to HTTPS, mm -hmm. before doing that, make sure that any sort of niggly SEO things that you've never got around to but really want to implement on your site because you know it's going to improve your ranking your search and user experience 
do that before because when you go from HTTP to HTTPS, and that is one of the only times that Google will come and re-index and crawl. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's like, it's basically like a migration, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So obviously, because you're making that big change, they have to do it. So it only makes sense to like, if you're doing that. Yeah. It'd be like cleaning the inside of your car and yeah. the outside Spin. dirty. Yes, there we go. And an episode wouldn't be an episode without a, an analogy, <laughs> <Hang on>. would <laughs> it? Right, I'm trying to pull a Hannah here and uh, <laughs> talk my way just out of talk. Spots. So I've got to do 15. Okay, yeah. I said a goblet squat, but I don't really know what a goblet squat is. So you've got to hold something. Oh, is that what makes yeah. it a goblet? I think, okay. What can I hold? Plant pot. Yeah, perfect. Two plant pots, because that's really light. <laughs> right, are we okay. going to count? <laughs> Yes, go. <laughs> I feel so weird. <laughs> 15, 14. This is where you're going to say do it quicker. 13. Yeah, do it quicker. 12. 11. Did you forget how 10. to count? 10, yeah, I did. <laughs> 9. I saw your face. <laughs> I was like, am I doing this right? 7. <sighs> come on, come on, come on, come on. 5, 4, 3, 2. Sarah looks very unhappy. 1. <laughs> Woo! Oh. I may look unhappy, but I now have legs of steel. Carves <laughs> of steel, I should say. So yes, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if that sounds weird then. I was swinging around on my chair as I said that bit, so I'll be coming close to the mic and it will just sound weird, so I apologise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, that's exactly how it will sound. I'm really out of breath from 15. <laughs> and those plant pots weren't that heavy. <clears throat> Yes, uh, so if you've enjoyed listening to our podcast, please do share it with your friends, let them know. Neighbours. Neighbours. Cats, dogs. Everyone, anyone and everyone that you know. Yeah, share on LinkedIn, we're not going to share on LinkedIn yet. We know, we haven't. Yeah. Not recently. <laughs> I think we do most of the sharing okay, on LinkedIn yeah, we as do. well. <laughs> <laughs> we're just so needy. If you want to give us a review, that will obviously help in our rankings and more people can find us, so that would be amazing. You're helping the world. Yeah, <laughs> you are helping the world. If you want to carry on the conversation, you can get me on me on Twitter. It's Sarah McDuck. At Sarah McDuck, yeah. MCDUK. We've also got a Twitter for the show, SEO underscore SAS. Oh, we need to announce, don't we? Yes. Yeah, I just remembered. So, a couple of episodes this ago. This was the shower thought. Carry on. <laughs> this was the shower yeah. thought. Um, yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, we said that once we reach 100, we followers would. Followers on Twitter. 100 followers, yeah. 100. 100 what, Sarah? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we probably have done oh um, hell yeah well equivalent anyway once we've reached 100 followers on twitter we would pick a follower at random do a seo audit mm-hmm. of their website and also invite them onto the show to go over the audit to go over the audit and so they can ask us questions and hopefully for them to do some sort of I don't know, forfeit as well. Just give us a break. Yes. I mean, we probably have to pre-warn them about that because they probably won't be happy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that has happened. Um, We've gone over 100. And yes, so the company is 3DG based in Loughborough and the guy who owns it is David who's very very lovely very chatty so he'll be a hoot um, I'm sure. So he'll be coming on I think nearer the end of Feb. Of Feb, awesome. beginning of March, um, sort of time. So yeah, um, that's happening. Yeah, great. Ooh. Is there anything else that we need to say? Uh, no. No? Wow. 
See you later. Have a good Friday night. Thanks for listening.